Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, don't give up. There is a light at the end of the tunnel for you too. So today I'm extremely pleased to be with John Kennedy, who is a quite well-known cartoonist with a speckled history and embodies not to give up. Welcome, John. Thank you, Christine. Thank you very much. Thanks for welcoming me. It's a pleasure to have you on the show. Sure. And uh, tell us a little bit about where you come from and what made you a cartoonist eventually. Come about, yeah. Well... I'm originally from the north of Ireland. Um, I was born and bred there, and uh, it was a, a very difficult childhood to grow up. And we were we were constantly fed murder and mayhem. It mm. was daily. Um, I honestly don't know how we survived it. Um, a lot of my friends were murdered, but um, most of us survived and got through it. And my my way of escaping this madness was through my art. Um, when did you discover that you were talented? I've I've been drawn, Christine, for all my life, and I, I there's nobody in my family who's ever had was able to draw. And so it, it's a God given gift. Wow! <laughs> you know, so it just come out. To be honest with you, it just come out of the blue, and I I, I still don't get it myself because when I when I sit in front of a blank page and I produce that image that comes out at the end I, I, I don't know why I did it to be honest with you wow. um, um, but you know that's really amazing to me yeah. because I, I can draw Yeah. when I try to draw something childish comes out of it mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I've seen your art yeah. here in 97.5 in the gallery today and oh my god thank you it thank is you. amazing thanks so um, well when I was growing up I, mm. I would I would draw anything and everything yeah. And I was well known for it within the area um, where I grew up. And But um, to cut a long story short there, mm -hmm. I actually ended up going to uh, University of Ulster, Belfast. Mm -hmm. And it was an unusual thing for me because we I am from a working class mm -hmm. background. And it's more like you, you actually go into the local factory to work or, mm -hmm. you know, a mill or whatever. But um, I was actually got the chance to go to university. And I done a year's foundation course in art and design, mm -hmm. and then after I had that done, I had two choices. I had one to either continue my degree with a degree at the uh, University of Belfast, or I had a take up residency at the Royal Academy of Art in London. Ooh. Yes, so 
my at that time my peers were expecting me to take the big move across the water and everyone was delighted but I actually met my wife my future wife so that changed everything sure and I have no regrets you know so it would have been a different world I, I could have left Belfast a very traumatized city yeah but I just uh, just things work out you know I hear you love keeps you here and I know yeah. that's why I'm still in Nova Scotia yeah exactly my yeah. husband is from here and I love it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah yeah you just follow your heart that's right but it all worked out in the end mm -hmm. you know um, I ended up you know doing art ever since you know so what kind of art did you get attracted to yeah well I, I took, I, actually I was doing everything and everything mm -hmm. I, I can draw anything you know I can do anything there's nothing I can't do mm -hmm. but over the last since I went to college yeah, university in 1986 I started I, I realized my forte was cartooning because I, I found I always wanted to go into uh, children's books illustration okay so I found my own style. I use my own type of paint as a gouache, which dries flat, which is perfect for okay. uh, children's artwork. But um, I developed it from there. And now I do everything again and anything within the cartoon world. So Yeah, yeah, that is, that is fascinating. Isn't mm. it fun how something eventually works? Yeah. Now, I know there was a big break in your life at mm -hmm. some point yeah. that you ended up getting homeless. Yeah. And I know uh, right now you're not sharing why. You yeah. will, will write a book about it. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> but tell us a little bit about how that was. Yeah. That, that, that when, you, when you were really down in your luck. Yeah. Um, well, the book itself will actually... I've, I've written some most of it right now. Uh, but I'm... I changed the introduction. The introduction is going to be me standing on my our lunch last night. Mm. So it's like a comparison from there to uh, where I used to be. Mm -hmm. So the introduction is going to be here, starting here in front of everyone. And the Exciting. story, yeah, it's. Uh, I'm going to talk about um, my life growing up in Belfast, what it was like to live through the Troubles, mm -hmm. um, what it was like to lose friends within the Troubles, um, how I got homeless, mm -hmm. uh, the details there, and the people that I met and who I owe a lot to mm -hmm. to get me out of that situation. Um, it was a very, at the time, it was a very, very dark world I was in. Uh, to be, to be mm -hmm. homeless is a terrible thing. I would never wish it on anyone. No, it's quite interesting, and I mean, I've I've known homeless people, and those mm. who know me a little bit is I, I I know the mental hospital from the inside. I spent more than four weeks in it, so I have an idea how people that are homeless often have mental health issues, addiction issues, or other issues. There's mm. usually a, a good reason yeah. why somebody ends up with that misfortune, yeah. and. Maybe you can describe a little bit for our viewers what's the worst part about it. Yeah, the worst part for me was deep depression, mm. and that could have led, led led to any any direction at all. Sure. And I say without the intervention of maybe family friend, a family mm. and friends, and Saint Vincent de Paul, by the way, who were absolutely tremendous. Mm. They, I, I knew about the Saint Vincent de Paul, but at the time, their work goes. Mm -hmm. 
un- as unbelievable what the people can so do. So when you were homeless, were you still in Northern Ireland? Yeah, I was North Stone. Mm-hmm. I was in Belfast actually. And what do you do in the winter? It's cold. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So it's a cold experience, but it's not as cold as here. <laughs> so that was that was the benefits. Did um, you have a shelter to go to, or did I you just up, suffer through it? No, I, I ended up getting, going into a shelter, and mm-hmm. that was the help of. Uh, uh, local politicians, mm-hmm. uh, a man called uh, Alex Atwood. Um, he was an MLA in the mm-hmm. local government, and his brother Tim Atwood, who was a councillor, and they're they're from a political party called SDLP, which I would a uh, as uh, a very moderate nationalist party, mm-hmm. um, Irish nationalist party, and the person I would dealt with all the time would have been a woman called Margaret Walsh. Mm-hmm. She was a saint, absolute saint. And she's had help. That woman deserves a medal for the work that she's done with the people. That is amazing. Yeah, she is an amazing person. And we need those saints. And it's good that you share that there yeah. are people like that yeah. and that they make a difference. They do. And everybody criticizes politicians. You have your good and your bad. But the two guys that I dealt with, uh, especially Alex Edward, he opened doors for me that I would never thought would open. Mm. And it all happened overnight. And next minute I was in a shelter. Mm-hmm. With a roof over my head, and I could I couldn't believe it, but from then, I got back on my feet, and that's how I got together. Now, so those two people really helped you get back on oh, your three, feet. Yeah, the yeah, three, the yeah. two Atwood brothers, and they were counselors, they were politicians, and particularly Margaret Watts, who was there, twenty four hours. Now, how long about were you homeless? How many months, years? It was actually um, five months. Five months. Five months during the winter. Yes. So Christmas was a very depressing day. I can Christmas imagine. Day. It was terrible, absolutely terrible. And you were outside, or did? No, you... I was actually inside at that stage. But um, as I said, it's 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 very hard for me to talk about now because it's in the past. I'm yeah. I'm doing very well right now. So yeah, yeah, I know. When when we talk about things that is are in the past and that were very hard, we take could take back. Yeah. And we start feeling all those those emotions again, and it's yeah, I and just, it's tough. It is tough, yeah. And I hear you, and I don't want to drag you in there, because thankfully that is resolved for me, myself, and for you, and that is wonderful. But it's also important that people that might listen, that are in a dark place, hear that other people have been there. Yes. That... And that there's a way out of it. Oh, yes, there And that's is. why my motto is there's a light at the end of the tunnel. And I yeah. often have to say it's not a freight train. Really, it isn't. Exactly, yes, exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and when I get that, oh, it's a freight train, then I almost feel sad because mm. that person... Has given up. Has given up, yeah. yeah. But uh, honestly, if anybody's out there who needs to talk, talk. Find somebody to talk Find to. Find And there's always somebody there who yeah. will listen. Always. And uh, if the first person doesn't listen, try somebody else. Yes, exactly. Sometimes strangers listen better than family. Yeah. It really... Oh, yes, definitely. That's yeah. that's that's the truth. And But sometimes you need professional help, and that's yeah, fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. And you were very fortunate to find those wonderful people, as oh, you say. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. Because even with the, I grew up from a working class mm. area, and to show your emotions was a no-no. Mm. Especially for men, probably. Especially for men, yeah. And Belfast, it oh, <laughs> was not. But now it's it's easier now for me to talk about it. So yeah, yeah. I, I know it's hard, but it's easier if I can say it that way. And I mean, it 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 is really important to me to share those stories from struggle to 
getting back on the feet yeah. and coming back out a better person, a yeah. happier person, and a more successful person in the yeah. end in some way. Yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to boost no, myself no. here, but, you know, I, I, am, I, am the, I am the person that you should look at and see how well I've done. Right. I, I'm living in Canada now. Christine, I have my own home. I bought my own yes. home. I've got my own car. I've got a talent that goes beyond. Amazing. Yeah. And I'm looking very much forward in the second half of the broadcast yep. to talk some more about your way from street mm -hmm. to being in a house yes. that you bought yourself with hopefully your wife. Yes. Yeah. No, that is exciting. It's, so it's perfect. please tune in after the commercial break for more about John Kennedy and his way through the tunnel to the light. Thank you. Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and today I'm talking with John Kennedy, who is a cartoonist with a very interesting history. And if you missed it, I recommend you listen to the first half again. And John, in the first half, welcome back first. Thank you. Thank you in the first half, we shared a little bit about how you basically went to the bottom of the earth in uh, Belfast. Mm -hmm. Now tell us a little bit about how it continued. You met some saints that helped you get back on your feet. But how did you end up here in Canada in the end? Well, um, it was a long process from there. Um, but after my initial um, near breakdown, <laughs> you could say, mm. I um, I got back on my feet and I started to draw me, do my art again, which was a sort of therapeutic thing for me. Mm -hmm. And it was hard at the start knocking on closed doors, but eventually the newspapers started to take notice. So I've worked for quite a new, lot of newspapers uh, as a political cartoonist, mm. which is very a very dangerous thing to do in Belfast at times. I can imagine. So I had to be very careful. Mm -hmm. uh, but I got, I became more shrewder, you know, I became more uh, aware of things. But at the same time, I became a more happier person yeah. after the whole thing ended. And even now today, I, 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 I look forward to a day with happiness. I, I try to avoid negativity at all stages. Isn't it amazing how when we overcome hardship and struggle, we end up in a better place? We do. Yeah. And my, as a human, I would consider myself as a human being. Right. I, 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 I welcome people. I'm happy to see them. And that's what life's all about, Christine. Life's too short because I realized that at the time that life was too short. Mm. And, but as I said, the things got better. My artwork became known. Um, I wasn't a wealthy guy. I, I, there wasn't enough. There's a lot of uh, cartoonists out there, but the work wasn't regular enough to make it a full-time mm -hmm. job. But um, I was getting enough to uh, continue what I was doing. Mm -hmm. I always held down a full-time position. But at the time, you know, I made the, the three the three promises to myself. One was to never to be homeless again. Mm -hmm. Never. Second was to always work hard. Mm -hmm. Everything I did, I work hard at it. And the third one was to always give back when I could. 
And I've, I've continued to do that ever since. That is amazing. Now, you said something, you met your wife before, mm -hmm. after you were homeless. Yeah, yeah, before, yeah. Did she stick with you? Oh, yeah, we, we've been together for... I've known my wife for a long, long time before that, and we got ah. together, and we have three young kids, and Belfast, as I said, the troubles have affected us, has affected us all in a different way. Mm -hmm. um, but we managed to get through it. And in 2007, we actually made the first moves to emigrate. We, are, we, are, we came to Canada, this part of Canada, actually, in Nova Scotia, for on vacation. Oh, yeah. And we were lucky. We could have went anywhere in the world because we never had a record or anything. We, yeah. or we had a clean record. Yeah. Not many people that I grew up with did. Mm -hmm. and, but we could have went anywhere in the world. We came here for a vacation, as I said, and this was the perfect place to bring his children. In Nova Scotia, we were mm. we were going to go to Toronto because we're from a big city, but um, here we just it blew us away. And then and we applied, and it took a couple of years to get through all the red tape. And oh, yeah, yeah. You it know. took me four years with yeah. my ex and my two kids. Yeah. yeah. And then actually, we 2007 and 2010, which mm -hmm. is three years later, roughly, mm -hmm. we landed on the shores of Halifax. 2013. Ten. Ten. 2010. Ten. Yeah. And then we. Uh, since then, we, we we actually had a house in Belfast. Mm -hmm. which, now, this is a stroke of luck, actually. Tell me. We, um, we bought our house for £30,000 uh, there. Oh, wow. Now, but, but the so-called peace process broke out in 1998, right? Okay. Um, which, is, which is a fake process, to be honest with you. <laughs> um, the house prices rocketed. So we benefited down the line on that whole peace process thing. Okay, Peace yeah. process, yeah. So we were happy enough, and that's how we got here. Mm -hmm. uh, we always wanted to come, but without that boost, it could divine oh, intervention. I don't know, but uh, we sold our house yeah. and we we spent every penny to get here, yeah. and we did. And the reason why is because we didn't want our children to grow up the same way the way I grew up, or my wife grew up, or the way with the violence. We wanted them to be children. And How we, old were your children when you came here? They, my daughter was, uh, oh my God, she's 24 now, so that's gone back a bit. I can't, um, whatever teenager. that is, <laughs> she's a teenager. And there were the other two boys, they were young. But my mm -hmm. daughter now, they've done so well. My daughter's a sound engineer. She works for the media. And my son's going to be a police officer, RCMP. Yeah. And the other wee guy, he's going to be a firefighter. So oh, we've wonderful. we've done the right thing, and everything's we we, have, we own our own house now. We have good jobs. I get commissioned as a cartoonist as well. It's like so of two jobs, yeah. <laughs> you know. But everything's worked out of treat. So you are the embodiment of that. From long struggle and strife can yeah. come happiness, and even. Moderate wealth. Yeah, Christine. And yes, yeah. we are all wealthy in a way because we have yeah. to eat. And, and yes. from being homeless to you probably appreciate, like I do, oh, everything yeah. that we get in positive. Yeah. Every nice day we can breathe. Yeah. We are warm. We have to eat. We have to drink. Yeah. We even get to talk on the radio. Hey, that's cool. <laughs> and, 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 and what would you say to somebody that's young, uh -huh. like your children, uh -huh. That are struggling and thinking about going in the dark, yeah. thinking about running away because the parents don't treat them the way they think they should be treated. I mean, parents are not perfect. No, no parent is. No, no. What would your advice be? There's always light at the tunnel. And the, the thing that I speak about the most would be to talk. 
mm-hmm. talking would get a lot of emotions out out in the open and there could be some misunderstandings there you know so mm. it, all to do is clear the air say what you need to say be nice when you do it you know this is what's the saying that hurt people hurt people just because they enjoy the rush mm. you know so um, if you're hurt you'll you'll try and hurt somebody for yeah. the sake of it so try and avoid that as much as possible that's actually a, a lyric from an Irish band called Walking mm-hmm. Walking on Cars actually <laughs> I love po- I love poetry I love words and all them things out of you're a true artist yeah yeah I, I enjoy all all types and I love that advice talk with your children yeah. don't delegate that to social media and yeah. the TV and listen to what they say don't jump into judging them and no. criticizing them just for thinking things yeah. that may not be what they really want to exactly, do. Exactly, yeah. Each, each generation is different. I know, mm. yeah, and I, I try to get my kids off the internet. I don't want them to be sitting up in the room. I get them involved with things. I get them out there, and they're, they're my son, they're going to Hope College, actually through this exhibition, to go in and help. You know, that'll be an all ex- good experience mm-hmm. for them all. So they have to experience life. You know, it's not about sitting in the room with a computer or your phone and getting on the internet because that's a false world. It's a false world. Yeah. I sometimes say social media can yeah. be very asocial. It is. It can be. You know, when you, you have people going on, um, when you're sitting, you have kids, now I've read about this, you know, sitting, sitting in their rooms and they have six million friends on Facebook. They're not friends. No. These are... Uh, Suckers. Yeah, these, these are... Uh, um, what's the word? Distractions. Yeah. You know, and there's some nasty people out there who will make life very difficult, and people believe it. Mm-hmm. You know, if we they put something on social media, they think if they don't get a like, it drives them nuts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... so you have to try and avoid that. You know, yeah. go out there and make friends and talk and enjoy life, play sports, see the light of the day, look around you, what you have. Yeah. You know, there's people, there's people in Africa with far, far less. Right. And they're actually in downtown Halifax. They're happier than here. Yeah. yeah in downtown Halifax, the people are homeless yeah. right now. Yeah. They're hungry. Yeah, they're, they're hungry. And they're, they're, they're cold in the winter. Yeah. yeah. So I, that, that whole thing with Hope College of my, my, my kids, that'll, that'll, sh- that'll show an, another part, which I'm delighted that they're going and down to do. And you're giving back. Yes. And yeah. I know from yesterday's show, you donate everything to Hope College. Yeah, everything. I paid for it all myself. Yeah. I, I was offered help, and I said no. Because I didn't feel right. If I if somebody helped me to say the framing mm. of the pieces, I, I, I it wouldn't a fulfillment for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had to do it all myself. I didn't care how much it cost me. I just had to do it all myself. And whatever, whatever, uh, I've sold them all actually, <laughs> just yeah. except for two, which and, will sell. Which is wonderful, and, yeah. and it is great art. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody that bought one is fortunate yeah. to have a piece of your yeah. <laughs> exactly. of your art. No. But it's they're all originals. And now, you know to end the show, what is a good way to contact you? How could people get hold of you yeah. if they want to look at your art, if they want to uh, contact you, maybe commission a special caricature? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I I'm on Facebook under John Kennedy Cartoons. Now, I, people say, Why don't you get a website? And I say no, because it cost me. So I've, my Facebook's free. Why not? Yeah, and and you're doing well without it. So yeah, I'm doing fine. well. There's no point in me doing it. So yeah. I'm doing well without it. So it's a busy time. But if you ever do need work done, just give me time because I've got a list. Of, you know, before the show and after the show. So I've I always have a steady list going. You know, that's wonderful. But I spend an hour every night doing it. So you know, it's yeah, good. It's yeah. good fun. That's that's really amazing. 
Now, what's your biggest advice you want to give to somebody that got stuck somewhere and... Uh, There's always light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Always yeah. keep focused on the light, not the light of life. Yeah, the light not of... The light, not the light of darkness, because you know when they say when you die, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Not that light, the light of life. Light of life. And it always works out. In your small world, there's always a, there's always, there's a different world out there. Yeah. And I always share the image that I had as a child driving yeah. through the mile-long tunnels in Europe. Yes. To the Alps. Yes. It was very dark going in, no yeah. lights, nothing. Yes. And then there comes a sudden turn because yeah. they're not straight. Yes. And at the end, the southern sun brightens your spirit. Yes, exactly. That's the image I mean. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I grew up in a dark world. Yeah. I murder and mayhem. Now I'm living in Halifax, Nova Scotia. And now Scotia. you're brightening and the spirit of everybody around yes. you. Yes, exactly. And it's a completely different change, yeah. different person that I, compl- yeah. that I was. And I'm happier in this world that I'm in right now. And it's going to stay like that. So, you know... Thank you so much yeah, for being on my show, John. Sure. It was a true pleasure. Yeah. I'm very grateful you got a lot of, to get to know you. Yeah, you got a lot out of me, Christine, because I, I usually don't talk about it, you know, but, you know, it's good feeling. Thank good you feeling. so much. Thank you very much. For sharing. And it is an amazing experience, not just for me learning from you, but also for my listeners, I'm sure. See you back. And... Uh, That brings me to the end of today's show. Please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments or suggestions. Or if you'd like to contact John and forgot his website, my email here is christine at communityradio.ca and I'm always grateful for any feedback. I also want to extend a special thank you to today's producer, Luke Edinger. You're the best. Hi, Luke. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.